Welcome to Brachos Nun Dalid, page 54. Now we begin the ninth and final parak. It's called Haroa, and it deals with many brachos that we have not talked about before. They're not pleasure blessings. They're not berchos ha-mitzvah. They're not berchos ha-nanin. They're rather berchos ha-shavach, praise blessings on th- different things that happen. So the Mishnah starts off with listing, if you see a place where miracles happen to the Jewish people, you make a certain bracha, baruch sha'asen isim la'avoseinu ba'malkam ha'zeb. Blessed is the one who made miracles for our ancestors in this place. By the way, Tosos points out that every time it just says that you say Baruch, it really means that you say Baruch Atah Hashem Elokeinu Malachalam, as you need to have shame, Umalchus, the name of God, and the fact that Hashem is king. There's a special bracha you make on the place where Avodah Zara was, where idolatry was uprooted. There's a special a bracha that you make when you see uh, occurrences of nature like earthquakes, thunder, winds, and lightning. The bracha is, uh, that you would make is Baruch Shekoho Uvurasa Malei Olam. There's a special bracha that you make when you see beautiful piece of things in nature, like mountains and hills and things like that. Baruch Osamas Voracious. Um, when you see the Yam Hagadol, which either refers to the Mediterranean or maybe it refers to the Atlantic Ocean, you make a bracha, Baruch Sha'ases Hayam Hagadol. Blessed is the one who made the great sea. But the Mishnah says this is only if you see it every once in a while, like every 30 days. If you live right next to the sea and you see it every morning when you wake up, you're not going to make a bracha. But if you don't see it for 30 days, then you'd make the bracha. And the uh, Mepharshim say this also refers to all the other acts of nature, like mountains and valleys and things like that. Okay, if you, um, the, the, it goes on to say that you're supposed to make brachos, whether you have good things or bad things, even when they're bad things, you make a bracha of Dayan HaEmet, Kishem Shuvarach HaLatova, you also make a bracha on bad. And we learn this from the Pasuk says, And we darshan B'chol Me'odacha, which simply means with all your resources to mean the whole mida umida, any measure that God meets out to you, whether it's good or bad, you have to bless Hashem. Finally, the Mishnah talks about ideas of the base Hamigdash and talks about honoring and having covered for the base Hamigdash, not entering with your walking stick or with your wallet or with dust, and you certainly can't spit in the base Hamigdash. And the Mishnah also tells us that a special halacha that in the base Hamigdash, every bracha was Baruch Hashem, uh, you would add the words from this world until the next world, because the Sadducees, who oftentimes were actually in control of the second, in the second base of Middash, they were oftentimes the Kohen Gadol, uh, actually rejected the belief in the world to come. So therefore, you have to make a bracha from this world until the next world. And finally, um, we talk about an idea that when you greet your friend, you should greet Hashem with the name of Hashem, greet your friend with the name of Hashem, as Boaz said, to the Kotsrim, to his harvesters, Hashem imachem, Hashem is with you, and they said back, Yivarechecha Hashem. And then the end of the Mishnah has an idea of Eis Lashos Lashem which is sometimes we're even supposed to violate uh, the, 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 the mitzvahs or the commandments in order to uphold the Torah, and we'll talk about more examples of this later on as we go on. Anyways, the Gemara begins by saying, wow, it sounds like in the, from the Mishnah that the only time you make the bracha of blessed is Hashem who made a miracle in this place is when a miracle happened to all of the Jewish people. What if it was just a Nisa Diyachid, a, a private miracle, a personal miracle that happened to you personally? It sounds like you wouldn't make a bracha. Oh, but there are many stories of different rabbis who either suggested to others or themselves where miracles happened. They were either attacked by a lion or a wild, a wild camel or something was about to happen to them and they were saved. And we see that they actually did make a bracha. Thanks, thank you, Hashem, for making a miracle in this place. The answer is when it comes to Nisa the Rabbim, a Nisa of the Rabbim of the community, then everyone, whether you're there or whether you're not there, in every future generation, when it comes to Nisa the Yachid, a private miracle, it's only that person. From the halacha, the halacha says this also applies to children and grandchildren. 
and even further generations, if the miracle is what led that, that future generation to be born, meaning if someone was about to die and then they were only saved from a certain miracle, then then for future generations, they would also, because they personally actually benefit from it. Neymar goes on uh, to talk about many, many miraculous things that happened to the Jewish people um, and tries to give scriptural texts for where these different things happen, including a, a very interesting story when the Jewish people were traveling through the desert and the Amorites tried to attack and they went to caves on different sides of the mountain and Hashem made the mountains come together and crushed them. And when the blood of the Amorites came out, they, pra- they praised Hashem. And this is another example of praising Hashem, talking about uh, battles against Amalek and, and, and a fascinating uh, idea that, that Barad, when the Barad stopped, when the hail stopped, it stopped mid-air and at a later time, that same Barad was used to destroy other people. Um, fascinating stories about, about uh, Og Melech Basham. Og was the king, and he tried to destroy the Jewish camp when they were traveling the desert. He picked up a mountain that was, um, that was uh, about nine miles square, and he threw it on the Jewish people. He tried to throw it on the Jewish people, but Hashem prevented him, and there was another miracle that happened there. It also says that Moshe was actually 10 Amos tall, which is about 15 feet. He took an axe, which was 10 amos above him. He jumped 10 amos, so he's about 45 feet high now, and he only reaches the ankle of Og, and he hit Og's ankle, and that's how he killed him. The Mar talks also about um, the Lot's, Lot's wife. If you see the pillar of salt that she turned into, you'd make the bracha baruch dayan ha'amat. The Mar talks about the wall of Jericho and says that it was as thick as it was high, so therefore it couldn't actually fall down, it was rather swallowed up by the earth. And then the Gemara concludes by talking about the four examples when you have to bench Gomel, when you cross the sea, when you cross a desert, when you're sick and you're healed, and when you get out of jail, those are the examples where you have to do bench Gomel. The Gemara says that when you bench Gomel, you have to do it in a minion, and there should be at least two of them should be uh, Torah scholars. And the Gemara also says that when you bench Gomel, if someone else benches Gomel for you and you answer Amen, there was a story where that happened to a rabbi, you fulfill your obligation. That concludes Daphne Nandal. We'll continue with Nunhei tomorrow.